If we're reading the biblical road signs right, this world is nearing its end as we know it. All of the terrible things that the Word of God declares will happen appear to be close, very close. Terrors such as the Antichrist, the mark of the beast, the great seven-year tribulation period, and the very battle of Armageddon could be eminent. A promise, even a way of escape, is given to the children of God in Revelation 3, 10 through 13. Because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. Him that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go no more out. And I will write upon him the name of my God, and the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God, and I will write upon him my new name. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. This promise is to the redeemed, the ones Jesus calls born again in John 3, 3. Are you born again? Have you repented and turned from your sins to follow the champion of Calvary? Are you ready to be set free from the foolishness of this carnal life? Are you ready to have all your sins and shame erased, even as if you never committed them? All of these things can be yours today. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said Leviticus 11, 7 and 8, And the swine, though he divide the hoof, and be cloven-footed, yet he cheweth not the cud, he is unclean to you. Of their flesh shall ye not eat, and their carcass shall ye not touch, they are unclean to you. God said Deuteronomy 14, 8, And the swine, because it divideth the hoof, yet cheweth not the cud, it is unclean unto you. Ye shall not eat of their flesh, nor touch their dead carcass. God said, Proverbs four twenty through 22, My son, attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes, keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life unto all those that find them, and health to all their flesh. Man said, We are in a new era of enlightenment, free from the inhibitions of that old archaic book called the Bible. Now the record. It's simply not possible. If the Word of God, His judgments, precepts, and commandments are true and righteous altogether, and they are, disobeying them must by necessity come with negative results. It is simply not possible to generate any other outcome. God doesn't give His instructions seeking some kind of self-gratification but being the wise creator of everything, he is fully aware of the deadly results of disregarding them. Inherent within every commandment of God is a blessing or a curse. Obey and receive the blessing of doing the right thing, or disobey and suffer the curse of doing the wrong thing. It is just that simple. God spends a considerable amount of time in the book that he authored addressing dietary issues. Those looking for proof of the inerrancy of Holy Writ can settle their concerns right here. Thousands of years before man's science begins to discern the issue, God's science declares it. 
God Said, Man Said has published several features concerning the pig and God's severe prohibitions, and the pig is back in the news with death and sufferings in its wake. Keep in mind Proverbs 26, 2, As the bird by wandering, as the swallow by flying, so the curse causeless shall not come. Several paragraphs from the God Said, Man Said feature pigs and brains follow. A special note to the born again. The Bible's prohibition regarding the eating of clean and unclean foods is satisfied as outlined in 1 Timothy 4, 4-5. through 5. For every creature of God is good and nothing to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving, for it is sanctified by the word of God in prayer. But be advised that the true word-walking Christians we estimate make up less than 2% of the world's general population. The world's general population has no protection from the plagues hidden on the supper plate. The biological benefits of observing God's dietary laws and sanitary ways are enormous. Those who disregard do so at their own peril. The absolute inerrancy of God's Word not only proves its supernatural source, but it is also simply breathtaking. Line after line, precept after precept, is woven into a most marvelous record that never ceases to inspire and deliver those who embrace it with ears bowed down. Words such as enlightening, empowering, exhilarating come to mind. All other books which are the compilation of the thoughts of men and of devils must bow down to the book. Consider this short list of problems uh, with disregarding God's commandments concerning the swine. The toxicity of the swine's flesh is ranked extremely high on about the same level as the rat and the groundhog. Trichinosis. Dr. E. A. Whittemer of the School of Public Health, Loma Linda University, had this to say. Pork consumption is now associated with coronary heart disease, cancer, and certain communicable diseases. Pigs are noteworthy as hosts for the intestinal trichina roundworm, Trichinella spariellus, which causes the disease trichinosis, a disease with symptoms that doctors often attribute to intestinal flu, pneumonia, or rheumatism. A more complete list of symptoms of the trichinosis infection was listed by the Division of Parasitic Diseases, National Center of Infectious Diseases. Nausea, diarrhea, vomiting, fatigue, fever, and abdominal discomfort are the first symptoms of trichinosis. Headaches, fevers, chills, cough, eye swelling, aching joints, muscle pains, itchy skin, and diarrhea or constipation follow the first symptoms. If the infection is heavy, patients may experience difficulty coordinating movements and have heart and breathing problems. In severe cases, death occurs. End of quote. The tapeworm, reaching lengths of 21 feet, can simulate brain tumors, epilepsy, and other neurological and psychiatric disorders. Yersinia enterocolitica. 103 lots of 3,375 pigs were tested, and 92.2% were carrying Y.E. Children are most frequently affected with signs of abdominal pain, fever, diarrhea, nausea, and vomiting. The disease can range in severity from self-limiting gastroenteritis to potentially fatal septicemia. 
Campylobacteriosis. Common symptoms are diarrhea with traces of blood found in the stool, fever, abdominal pain, nausea, and vomiting. Cadaverine and putrescine. Dr. Rothschild has this to say regarding pork. Do not consume any meat or scavenger animals comprising pork, all shellfish varieties, skin fish, which are scaleless fish, scavenger birds, snakes, and most reptiles. The reason for this biblical prohibition is dual. The first consists in that the meat of such animals is about ten times more perishable, difficult to preserve, than that of the allowed animals. Frequently, people do not realize that a piece of meat is already poisonously spoiled until they perceive the toxic symptoms and have already ingested it. The second reason consists in the scary fact that the byproducts that originate from digesting such scavenger meats are highly poisonous. We're referring specifically to the so-called death enzymes, such as cardiovarine and petrocene. These death enzymes are extraordinarily useful in nature. Without their existence, no flesh would revert to dust. They are extremely useful to break down a corpse, but terribly inconvenient in a living human body. End of quote. Other issues. Swine flu, MRSA, Ebola restin, and more. One of the headlines of the June 2012 issue of the scientific publication Discover magazine reads, The Epidemic of Brain Parasites. The feature story interviews Theodore Nash, who heads up a clinic at the National Institute of Health in Bethesda, Maryland, and his specialty is a neurocysticercosis. A few paragraphs from that feature follow. But Nash knows the blobs are not made up of the patient's own cells. They are tapeworms, aliens. A blob in the brain is not the image most people have when someone mentions tapeworms. These parasitic worms are best known in their adult stage when they live in people's intestines, and their ribbon-shaped bodies can grow as long as 21 feet. But that's just one stage in the animal's life cycle. Before they become adults, tapeworms spend time as larvae in large cysts. And those cysts can end up in people's brains, causing a disease known as neurocysticercosis. Nobody knows exactly how many people there are with it in the United States, says Nash, who is the chief of the gastrointestinal parasite section of NIH. His best estimate is 1,500 to 2,000. Worldwide, the numbers are vastly higher though estimates on a global scale are even harder to make because neurocysticycosis is most common in places that lack good public health symptoms. Minimally, there are 5 million cases of epilepsy from neurocysticycosis, Nash says. The closer scientists look at the epidemiology of the disease, the worse it becomes. Nash and other neurocysticercosis experts have been traveling through Latin America with CT scanners and blood tests to survey populations. In one study in Peru, researchers found 37% of people showed signs of having been infected at some point. Earlier this spring, Nash and colleagues published a review of the scientific literature and concluded that somewhere between 11 million and 29 million people have neurocysticercosis in Latin America alone. Tapeworms are also common in other regions of the world, such as Africa and Asia. Neurocysticercosis is a very important disease worldwide, 
Nash says. The hunt for better drugs to fight neurocysticercosis is not an easy process. The best way to test potential medicines on, is on tapeworms is to get living cysts out of infected pigs. Nash and his colleagues recently set up a lab in Peru where infected pigs are abundant to do just that, end of quote. I'm looking at a picture of a human brain overrun with cysts from taneous solium. Imagine looking at a cross-section of a fruitcake laden with pieces of fruit and nuts because that is what it resembles. This brain has been invaded with over 60 tapeworm cysts. Untold hundreds of millions of today's population have been ill-affected and many are dead as a result of disregarding this one commandment of God regarding the pig. God's word is true and righteous altogether. You cannot disregard it without suffering the curse. Embrace God's word. It is a place to build a life. End of quote. The following excerpts are from the God Said, Man Said feature, Swine, the Other White Meat. J.S. Rubin, N.M.D., Ph.D., in his book The Maker's Died, weighs in with the following. He partly refers to research conducted by author E. Josephson, Josephson pardon me, in his book God's Key to Health and Happiness. Rubin writes, Pork products in particular top the list of favorite foods for many Americans. Some don't realize their favorite snacks or food items come from swine. The pig did not make the Creator's list of clean animals for a very good reason. Clean animals that chew the cud have an eliminatory canal and a secondary cud receptacle. Essentially, they have three stomachs available to process and refine their clean vegetarian food into flesh in a process that takes more than 24 hours in general. Pig or swine, on the other hand, never limit their diet to vegetation. They will eat anything they can find, including their own young and sick or dead pigs from the same pen. Josephson claimed the pig's stomach arrangement was very simple in design and function, and that it was combined with a limited excretory organ system four hours after the pig has eaten his polluted swill and other putrid offensive matter, man may eat the same swill second-handed off the ribs of the pig. With impeccable logic, Josephson adds, did anything biologically happen to the swine since biblical times? Or did the digestive tract of man have some kind of miracle transformation? No, the Bible, science, and experience have all proven the contrary. End of quotes. A final paragraph concerning the pig is lifted from the God Said, Man Said feature, Breaking News, Honey, Breastfeeding, Circumcision, and Pork. How can man with his science finally just discover the wisdom of God as given in His Holy Word from the beginning of time, while still discounting its credibility. The following excerpt is from an article written in 2008 in Discover magazine titled, Superbugs in the Fridge. Never mind E. coli in your spinach or botulism in your canned beans. There could be an antibiotic-resistant superbug in your fridge. Until recently... Scientists believe that the dangerous bacterium, methicillin-resistant Staphylococcus aureus, known as MRSA, thrive primarily in hospitals. But MRSA was recently found for the first time in live pigs in North America, confirming suspicion that it has entered the food chain. In Canada, a country that provides 80% of the United States pork imports, a strain of MRSA was found in a sample of pigs and their farmers.
one-fourth of 285 pigs studied were infected, according to a report in veterinary microbiology, with a 20% rate of transmission to the pig farmers. Since proper cooking will kill MRSA just as it does E. coli, risk of food poisoning by Staphylococcus aureus are low for those who eat well-done pork. However, the USDA has found that foodborne outbreaks have occurred due to contamination by food handlers who spread bacteria from pork products to other people. Proper handling and more sanitary living conditions for pigs can minimize such risk, the USDA says. End of quotes. Most will remember the global panic in 2009 concerning the H1N1 virus, commonly known as swine flu. The World Health Organization declared the swine flu a pandemic and pronounced it over in August of 2010. Swine flu killed thousands worldwide. The January 17, 2014 headline, published by Dallas News, reads, Dallas County reports nine more flu-related deaths, bringing the toll to 35. The vast majority of the deaths are a result of the H1N1 virus. January 21, 2014, Mary Greeley News reports 51 flu deaths in North Texas, and the flu season has just begun, typically peaking in February. According to Greeley News, today's flu shot does not cover the new mutated strain. The 51 deaths do not include those not yet confirmed. Authorities caution Texans, do not fly! In man's effort to eliminate the God of the Bible as a valid option for living, they run up the old jaded challenge, if your God is so good, why does he allow all the pain and suffering? The 51 dead mentioned above are just in North Texas alone, and the flu season has just begun. The deadly effects will be felt the world over. Who will we blame for the pain and suffering? God's prohibitions concerning the pig have been disregarded, and the curse came knocking, simply the results of doing the wrong thing. God said Leviticus eleven seven and 8, And the swine, though he divide the hoof and be cloven-footed, yet he cheweth not the cud, he is unclean to you. Of their flesh shall ye not eat, and their carcass shall ye not touch, they are unclean to you. God said Deuteronomy fourteen eighteen And the swine, because it divideth the hoof, yet cheweth not the cud, it is unclean unto you. Ye shall not eat of their flesh, nor touch their dead carcass. God said Proverbs chapter 4, 20 through 22. My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thy heart. For they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. Man said, We are in a new era of enlightenment, free from the inhibitions of that old archaic book called the Bible. Now you have the record.